Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 78. And if you have not yet, this is actually, I think, your last chance. Uh, The day that this airs will be December 27th, and this will be the last chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card with like two to three minutes of your time. It's very simple. So if you haven't done this yet, I encourage you to go do it. Uh, all you need to do is go over to iTunes, leave me a review, screenshot the review, and then post that screenshot in your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me and tag a friend. So if you tag me, tag a friend with that screenshot, I will see it. And if I see it, you will be entered to win a Amazon $50 gift card, which will be, there's four of them I'm giving out and <laughs> those will all be drawn uh, the first week of January. So I think this will be the last chance for you to do that before the contest is over. Um, plus, it would really help me out. So every review that I receive, just so you guys know, every review, every rating in iTunes allows me to reach more people. It, it gives me greater reach, okay? And it gives me more visibility. So it allows me to end up <laughs> being in the ears of other people who are interested in fitness, interested in development, interested in pursuing great success in fitness and health and haven't really had the chance to develop the right mindset around that and what it really takes and what is really needed and, um, you know, everything we talk about here. So that would really actually really help me out big time, not to mention in this particular situation, you have a chance to win a gift card. So it's kind of a win-win and, um, I certainly appreciate it. So also if you haven't yet, go over to Facebook and join the mind body community. That is my Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group. So it is by application only. So go over there, drop an application and one of the admins will let you in. And um, anyway, we talk about a bunch of stuff. So in December, I was on there live uh, every day, except for once I had a pre-recorded video, but basically every day from December 1st to December 25th, talking about the 25 most I guess, discussed or most brought up topics when uh, I talk to people for the first time or not even the first time, but when I talk to people about fitness, when I talk to people about health and nutrition and all that stuff, (laughs) these were the 25 most brought up topics. And, um, I went on there live and gave a a video, a live video about all of them one at a time. So it was really cool. A lot of engagement there. I got a lot of messages, um, with either additional questions or just you know, that that resonated with someone and they want to let me know. It was really cool. So anyway, go over, join that, the mind body community group on Facebook. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about self love. Okay. Now I actually think self love is necessary. I think self love is something that everybody should be deploying all the time. I do. All right. So let's talk about it. Um, specifically now, because it's the end of the year, right? It's the end of 2018. It's the beginning of 2019. So I guess my question for you is, do you or have you yet 
or are you going to actually take a minute to reflect on the year? Because a lot of times it's either it's like one or the other extreme, either like not caring at all that the year is transitioning into a new year or caring a little bit too much and looking back for a little bit too long and thinking about all the things they did or didn't do in great detail. And that usually leads to a thought pattern that produces like uh, new year's resolutions or something like that. And a lot of I'm gonna's, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that in 2019, or I'm going to do this in the new year or whatever. Um, so those are like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. But you know, if you're not in either camp there, I still think everyone should take a minute to reflect on the year. Okay. And I do this and take a really good hard look at what you did and take a really good hard look at what you didn't do. Now, specifically as it relates to health and fitness and your goals, because if you're listening to this, you have a fitness goal. Okay. It can be small. It can be huge, but you have a fitness goal of some sort. So look back, right? Think back right now, as I'm talking, think back to January 1st, 2018. Okay. One year ago to right now, did you do enough? Did you put in enough work? What did you do and what did you not do to get you closer to your fitness goal, whatever that is? Are you overweight? Are you underweight? Are you not as strong as you want it to be functionally or in a gym setting? Do you have the body that you wanted a year ago today or a year ago? You know, fast forward from the day that the clock ticked midnight and it went into January 1st, 2018 to right now. Did you do enough to get yourself closer to your goal? Or did you mail it in a little bit? So I I encourage everybody to do that. I mean, this only takes a couple of minutes, right? Just really take a good hard look, audit the year, just audit the year. Think back, think about January, just run through January real quick in your mind, then February, then March, then April, right? What were you doing last Easter? What were you doing last Memorial Day? What were you doing in June? What were you doing in July, the 4th of July, around that time frame? Okay, what were you doing in August? What were you doing in September, October, Halloween? Like what, what did you do in those months? Did you do enough? So when I think back, this is how I do it. It's pretty much what I just described. When I think back about the year, when I reflect on the year, I do it just like that. I go basically in chronological order from January through now. And I look back, what business decisions did I make? What fitness decisions did I make? Did I have any, you know, and I go through January, what happened in January? Well, I had really bad tendonitis in one of my elbows. So I had to take about a month off of pulling exercises. So I did that. Okay. Um, But pushes were fine. So what I do, I doubled down on pushes. I doubled down on legs. I did some other things in the gym and I tailored my nutrition specifically for that. Okay. What else happened in January? You know, and I'll look back and think, okay, well, I was doing this. And that got me these results and that led me into February. And I remember in February I was doing this, right? And so I specifically remember going into um, what I call a maintenance mode (laughs) in the winter. So I was eating a moderate amount of calories. My macros were kind of in the middle. You know, they weren't excessively high. My protein was high, but everything else was relatively just like moderate. I'll say moderate without getting into too much detail. 
And then from March to June, I remember going into a deep cut. I went to a deep cutting cycle. And that was the leanest I've ever been in my life, in my adult, in my adult life. And I remember doing that. So March, April, May, and most of June, I remember very accurately what I was doing. I was deploying progressive overload concepts or approaches in the gym, okay, in, in terms of, of lots and lots and lots of weight and sticking to a six to eight rep range, all right? I don't like to get too specific because I don't, I don't want people to take what I'm talking about that was working for me at that particular time and then just using it because they think it's the right move. But I just, I remember very specifically. The point is, I remember specifically what I was doing. And then come the summertime, I changed. And then come the fall time, I changed again. And I was doing other things. But I encourage you all to do that too. So looking back, you know, run through the months, one at a time. What was I doing? You know, what were my weekends like? What did I eat? What did I overeat on? Or what did I undereat on? You know, did I mail it in at the gym? Was I really going hard enough? Did I do enough cardio? You know, like, did I do too much cardio? Stuff like that. So when you're going through that, it's, it's really, uh, it's, that, that exercise is really good at painting the picture to all of us as to just how much we, we did, okay, or didn't do. And the reason that I think doing that is important and why I think it's relevant to self-love is because that provides you right there just by doing that, that provides you the most feedback that anyone else can give you. Right, that's more feedback than anyone else can give. That, that's the most like accurate and beneficial feedback that you can get is looking back on what you did because you know what you did, and then looking at your results now, and then looking at where you originally thought you wanted to be last year. You know, right around the New Year time frame. Okay, and this feedback is the gateway, in my opinion, to self love. Okay, let me explain. Because I am a huge proponent for nurturing yourself. I am the biggest advocate for self-love. The biggest advocate on the, on the planet, I promise. Uh, like, And what I mean by self-love, I mean proper nutrition, things that make you feel good, things that make you heal, right? Things that make you mentally sane and mentally satiated. Um, I'm a huge fan of rest, repose, relaxation, all those things. Okay, I think they're great. I think sleep is great. Um, I love the way that hydration makes me feel. I think everyone can provide themselves, uh, honestly, a, a self-love, a form of self-love through hydration. Okay. All those things, um, all of that. But I also think you need to earn some of it. Okay. You don't need to earn the right to drink water. That's not what I'm talking about. But some of these other things like taking rest days or taking time away and giving yourself uh, I guess giving into like guilty pleasures, that kind of thing every now and again, eating some sugar here and there, um, you know, stuff like that. I think that all those things are great. I think everyone needs them. Okay, I do. But I think some of them you have to earn. And when I say you have to earn it, I really mean that like, I feel like everyone should have to make a deposit. Okay, make a deposit in the form of hard work, make a deposit in the form of like putting in energy, putting in intentional energy and time and hard work and some form of sacrifice in order to be able to reap the reward of some sort of self-love act, self-loving act. Okay, 
So I like to think about it like this. And I guarantee most people in your life, maybe even you, have never thought about it like this. But this is the way I like to think about it. Before I spoil myself with anything, before I give myself something, I make sure that it's something that I basically earned. Okay, not just something I want, but something I've earned. So look at it this way. Imagine, just visualize this for a minute. Imagine two tanks, like two big tanks, okay? One of them is your deposit tank, and the other is your withdrawal tank. So your deposit tank is where you deposit all of your workouts, all of your, the meals that you dedicated to hitting your macros and hitting your calories, Okay, those are good acts that you performed to develop yourself, to better yourself, to improve yourself, to make a stride forward towards your fitness goal. Okay, that is a deposit. You're making a deposit. I deposited a whole week of proper eating or, or, or correct eating or macronutritionally accurate eating. Or I deposited an entire week of hitting my workouts perfectly, like every rep, every set, I used progressive overload, I peaked here, I did a one rep max, whatever it is, right? Those are deposits. I can also you say like, oh, I, I was at work and someone brought in oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, which are by far my favorite. And I usually eat six of them and I didn't have any. I just, I stuck with whatever I had. I had a protein bar that I had at my desk and then I had water, you know, whatever, I don't know. And like, that would be a deposit, right? That's a positive thing that you did that was some form of work, some form of intentional and focused and purposeful action towards your fitness goal. Okay, you made a deposit. And with that, you can you can withdraw something. Okay, you can withdraw. I did a whole week of workouts. Now I can withdraw a rest day. So I have, I've earned that rest day, basically. I've earned that day of recovery, of good, you know, no zero activity or very little activity recovery. Okay. That should be the way that it should be looked at. That is the, if, if you use that type of system where like you, you I know. So when I, it's hard to describe this because when I talk about it, it sounds so extreme and I know how a lot of people are going to take this. Like you, a lot of people feel like you shouldn't have to earn the right to eat a cheat meal or something like that. And I, I agree with that to an extent, but here's the thing. If you're going after a non-typical and uncommon fitness goal of any kind, if you're trying to go through a major transformation, you don't have that type of flexibility. You kind of have to earn that type of flexibility because having all that flexibility is what might likely got you there in the first place. I mean, that's what got me to the place that I was at before I went through my transformation. It was that type of attitude of just like, you know, I shouldn't have to earn the right to eat a pizza. I shouldn't have to earn the right to eat two burritos and three Mountain Dews. I shouldn't have to earn the right. I should just be able to do it because I'm a human being. It's, you know, I earn this money. Let me go spend my money. I'm going to put that stuff into my body because I want to. That's the way I used to feel, right? And that's the way a lot of people feel. What I'm saying is you will never be able to achieve a major fitness goal if you don't deploy some type of sacrifice, some form of I need to invest in a way where I'm not giving in to all my cravings. I should have to think about me myself not being able to do these things until I put in the work. I have to earn those things. Once you start thinking that way, 
then all of your goals actually start to become achievable and they, you actually start to tick them off one at a time. If you don't think that way, your goals never really get closer. So I understand how it sounds and I'm going to stick with it because I, I believe that's the only real way to make a major transformation is you have to sacrifice. You have to grind. Okay. It's not easy. And if everyone gave into all their cravings, if everyone, everyone gave into that, they would never achieve it. So it is, it is like this. So back to my point, okay, back to this thing, this visualization exercise. If you're visualizing those two tanks, one is your deposit tank and one is your withdrawal tank, right? Your withdrawal tank is full of things like cheat meals, uh, cheat days, I guess, um, refeed days. Um, it could be whatever, a day off, a rest day. It could be some physical product that you're rewarding yourself with, whatever it is. Um, but you need to earn those things. So you need to deposit energy, focused, uh, purposeful action towards your fitness goals. And then you put in enough of those, then you can take something out. You can make a withdrawal. And if you're visualizing these things, imagine them both, you know, filled up with something, right? Some, they're like fuel. It's like a fuel tank. They should be equal at all times. Okay. Your deposit tank and your withdrawal tank should be equal at all times. Meaning you should put in a deposit. And you put in an, uh, a few deposits and then you can take out a withdrawal out. Okay. If you're putting in too much, if you're depositing too much, if you're working out too much, if you are eating properly too much, like a robot, and you never take anything else out, you never take anything out, you never make a withdrawal, guess what? Mentally, most people, myself included, would crash and burn and fail and get pissed off and take it out on other people. And then ultimately, like flip a table and then go eat six pizzas. <laughs> it's just the way it would happen. It's just the way it would go. Like I can't stay that consistent for so long without rewarding myself with something. Okay. Now, one of the things I talk about all the time, particularly with my clients, is that you repeat what you reward. So if you, if you operate in a manner where you are putting in deposits, putting in deposits, putting in deposits, and then you reward yourself with something, that feels good. And if you do it the right way, if you use it, if you use that methodology in a way that makes sense and is not detrimental to your progress, it becomes a little addicting. So you like putting in the work and the sacrifice and the effort and then taking the reward out. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So that those, those two tanks, if you visualize those two tanks, just like that, that is a, a really good way of kind of keeping track of like how much you've done and when you have taken a reward, when you have making, made a withdrawal. Because the other thing too, on the flip side of this whole thing, if you're just taking withdrawal after withdrawal after withdrawal after withdrawal, and you're not putting in the hard work and you're not putting in the effort and you're not putting in the, the, the purposeful time and action to, to get closer to your fitness goals and you're just making withdrawals, guess what? Then you aren't, well, A, you're not getting closer to your goals and B, you aren't actually, because you're not earning those, they don't mean as much to you. And then the addiction that grows from that is just giving yourself more stuff. That's not self-love. That's really just a form of self-sabotage. Like you're distracting yourself from making progress by giving yourself some sort of reward for no reason. And I see that all the time too. That's like, you know, an example of this would be someone who's really into fitness fashion. Okay. I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm not picking on any genders. All right, but I do know several women that are obsessed with um, Lululemon. Okay, Lululemon's a brand. They make uh, 
clothes. They make a few things, but I think they're most known for their clothes. Like, and I think they only, I don't know if they only sell women's clothes or not, but anyway, they make yoga pants and stuff. So a lot of women that I know will go spend $150 on Lululemon apparel and then they'll work out in it. And like their rationale would be, it inspires them and it makes them feel better about going to the gym. And I get all that. I totally get all that. That's a whole separate conversation, but I understand it and I agree with it. Um, but they'll go and do that and then they'll go work out for a week, kind of, you know, and then they'll spend most of their time socializing and talking about their outfit or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then they'll go buy another one like two weeks later and they'll kind of get into that cycle over and over again. It's almost like they use their their two hours of activity in the gym, even though they're there for five days, they're only really working out like one to two hours across the whole week. It's like they use that sort of as a rationale for going to buy more clothing. And that's an example of withdrawing too much. Okay. Withdrawing too much, not putting in the deposit and not putting in the deposit consistently. All right. Or equally, I'll say equally. So putting in you know, this much of a deposit and then taking out a matching mag, like a withdrawal that is of matching magnitude. I hope that makes sense. And my point is those tanks should always be about the same level. They should never be imbalanced. So my question for you is how do you currently provide self-love, right? How do you currently provide self-love and what do you do? What do you offer to yourself? What do you give to yourself? What do you provide for yourself in return for your hard work, in return for your effort, return for your sacrifice, in return for the energy that you're investing and the action that you're taking to get yourself closer to that fitness goal? How do you provide self-love to yourself? It's a great question. And everyone should ask themselves that. And honestly, when you start asking yourselves these questions, and you start reflecting on the year, like I mentioned earlier, going all the way back to January, and you start really auditing the action steps that you've taken since January to get yourself closer, right? And you start thinking about this whole deposit tank and withdrawal tank thing. Once you start doing that, you start really understanding where you stand, where you stand. And I talked um, a little bit actually in the, in the community yesterday or earlier this week in a live, I talked about people who deserve to be fit. I've had a podcast about this in the past, but people who deserve to be fit and people who do not deserve to be fit. And I'm not going to get into that too in too much detail. Now, uh, the punchline is I think everybody deserves the opportunity to be fit, but not everybody deserves to be fit today. Okay. They haven't put in enough to, to really deserve that. And they, their, the results reflect their lack of action. Um, but anyway, my, my point is, do you provide the self-love that reflects that? You know, do you deserve to be fit? Do you deserve the results that you have? And that's another thing. That's what I was getting at is that that's a, that's a way of self-auditing your year and self-auditing your progress to date is like, do you deserve to have that result that you said you wanted? Right? So that's another thing. I just, I love asking myself that and I love getting other people into that mindset and into that, that brain space where they are thinking that way. It's like, do I actually deserve this goal that I said I wanted? Like, do my actions reflect the goal that I said I wanted? Did they map to the goal that I said I wanted? And therefore, 
do I actually deserve to have the, the goal? Do I, do I actually deserve to have the success? I mean, the answer could be yes. The answer could be no, but it doesn't matter. If you're asking yourself the question, you, you know the answer. You can get to the answer very quickly. Just looking back over the year, January, February, March, blah, 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 all the way up to January or December of this year. And just asking yourself, did I, did I really hustle hard enough? Did I work hard enough? Did I put in the energy? Did I, did I screw around too much? Did I cheat too much? Blah, 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 blah. There's so many things, right? You will know very quickly if you put in the right energy in the right places to get yourself closer to the goal. So with that, going into 2019, what will be, this is the question, what will be your number one way to take care of yourself in a way that is like rewarding for your hard work and your effort, but in order to make yourself better. Okay. So this is, this is like a two part thing. So you're going to, you're going to think about going into 2019. Like what is the way you're going to basically return the effort back in yourself in the form of self love? Like, what are you going to do to provide yourself self love? Cause it's good to have that out there. Like what is my form of self love going to be in 2019? What am I going to give myself as a, an ROI or a return on my hard work. And what is my hard work going to be? Like, what am I going to do to actually get myself closer to that goal? Now, I don't really believe in new year's resolutions. Okay. But this just so happens to be the end of December when I'm recording this. So it just makes sense. Like I could very well have recorded this in, I don't know, May and, uh, be talking about this and, and the punchline or whatever would have been, hey, starting next week, what are you going to do to start moving closer to your fitness goal? Or what, what are you going to do to start providing yourself self-love in exchange for your actions to move closer to your fitness goal? Okay, this just happens to fall at the end of the year. So I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do think that it's okay and, and quite frankly, a good thing to have January 1st be a good kickoff date. Like there's nothing wrong with that. As long as like it's not November and you're saying I'm not going to do anything until January 1st because that's my New Year's resolution. Like that's not really that's not really what we're talking about. What I'm saying is like when you listen to this, if you listen to this to the the day that it airs, it's going to be December 27th. So, you know, January 1st is only a couple of days away. Like that's a perfect time to kick this off, right? Or December 30, you know, whatever. It could be plus or minus a couple of days, it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, my question again, just real quick is going to 2019. What will be your number one way to take care of yourself, to provide yourself with self-love, um, in, in exchange for effort, your hard effort, your hard sacrifice. And what is that hard effort and those action steps and that sacrifice going to be to make yourself better, to take yourself, yourself a step further, to get closer to that fitness goal. Okay. So with that, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope that made sense. I hope it resonated with you at least a little bit. I hope it had you thinking about how 2019 is going to go and how the next 12 months are going to provide a huge bridge to your fitness objective, whatever that is. And I'd love to know about it. So go on uh, Instagram or go on to Facebook, shoot me a message. I'd love to connect with you, find out what that is, find out how far away you are from that goal and what your action steps are to get closer. Like, well, I love connecting with you guys, the listeners, and talking about these things. So shoot me a message anytime, Instagram or Facebook Messenger. And um, and if you haven't yet, join the Mind Body community, and I'd love to engage with you there as well. So 
Uh, again, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. And also, if you haven't yet, please leave a review in iTunes. Uh, I'd really appreciate that. It helps me spread the word. I know I mentioned that earlier, but uh, just one more time, it helps me spread the word, spread the awareness, get more people into this community and engaging and talking with them about strength of body, strength of mind, and the unity of the two. So thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget, as always, train with purpose. And I will talk to you soon. Take care.